The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, how was Italy? I mean, Italy was, it started off with a bang in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. You're, we, you're making all these pauses instead of just giving a very straight answer. Could it be that you know that I'm one of the many people who saw your Instagram story where you were in Italy and claimed to have been hungover from drinking Long Island iced teas. Okay, this is the thing. I had one Long Island iced tea as a joke. And every single person that saw that was up in arms and having a mental breakdown about it. And I was not having a mental breakdown about it. Was it because you're a grown man and you drank a (laughs) Long Island iced tea? Maybe. But like, I thought I was being... This is the thing. Everyone's always like, you're so uptight. Don't be like, you should be spontaneous. Like you should be like fun. Like you should do like fun. Like, why don't you just want to like go and like be fun and like be crazy. That was me doing that. And it, everyone was so upset about it. It was so, a like fire. It was an yeah. international incident. You drinking Long Island iced tea. I'm serious though. About 25 separate people messaged me off of like, like I opened my phone the next morning after I had posted that. And Multi, like I'm serious. I had 25 messages mm. saying, "Why did I, you I'm have a long island that iced little, tea?" To be honest, I think that means you don't have enough followers because more people should have been responding to this. Oh my god, we did, listen, well. That's we were, I mean, I, you know, listen. In your defense, people go to Italy for three things: the romance, the food, and the Long Island iced tea. Obviously, <laughs> we. It was on, we first of all we're in Italy. I'm like, can we just like find a bar? Is there just a bar? And like, it doesn't exist. It really does like, it. Not even, like we know it. Even You're right. the bar that we had, like even the bar we went to, was a sit down place where I was like. 
can I sit over here? And they're like, no, you must sit at this table. Like, right. It, it still wasn't a bar. And then they, but on the menu, it had Long Island iced tea. And we were in Florence. <laughs> we were already drinking with our, with our friends, the bride and the groom of the wedding that we were there for. That was going to be happening days from then. Long Island iced teas. Yeah. And we sat down. We had been drinking wine. We had been drinking this. We had been, you know what I mean? I had 17 Aperol spritzes. I had a bottle of wine. And so then when right. we saw Long Island iced tea, I was like, that's hilarious that they have a Long Island iced tea on this menu in this like nice, like very proper town in Italy. And so I was like, I'll get a nice tea, a Long Island iced tea if you will, like to the groom. And he was like, sure. We got them. Just... We drank them. We had a great time. Wait, why are you so offended by me drinking a Long Island iced tea? Why is it? Because I'm opening up. I'm also opening this up to the world. Why is everyone offended that I drank a Long Island iced tea? Because you are 74 years old. You are a fully grown adult human, man or woman, I think. I'm going to go genderless with the insult. A Long Island iced tea. This is, I mean, were you, were you at a bachelorette party? Like, I, I just don't understand. Of those, that was the choice. You made. I might you as well have ice. been. I don't know what to tell you. I had, had been having good wine and like. And you decided as a nightcap to have a <laughs> cocktail that is literally all the clear liquor and a splash of Coke. <laughs> yeah, motor oil. We were having such a good time. The wine was so good. So I thought what I would do is strip the lining of my colon off afterwards. <laughs> I, I guess. You, uh, look, can I tell you this story about Long Island iced teas? I vividly remember the last time I had a Long Island iced tea. It was in July of 1991. <laughs> I am not exaggerating. Were you born then yet? I was one year old. <laughs> like if it was late July, I was one year old. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you. So I was, it was this summer. This is this. You thought I was old now. The story's about to get much older than that. I was okay. an intern. It was an intern in the press office for Governor Cuomo, Governor Mario Cuomo. Jesus Christ on a cross. <laughs> he was, wasn't even on the cross then. He was alive still. He had yet to ascend the cross. So it was down in the Trade Center in the Twin Towers. The office was in Two World Trade, RIP. And there was a TKTS booth in the base of the World Trade Center. You know, the booth that's in Times Square, there's always a line yes. wrapped around it. The one downtown, no one knew that it existed. So we would go down there at 10 o'clock, like every day that summer, and buy these half price tickets, great seats. And me and the other interns were able to afford these half price tickets. And we would go see all these Broadway shows, and no tourists came down there. Well, yeah. one night. So you were cleaning up. My... You were, you were cleaning oh, yeah. up. I you was, were like going to see like we the best Broadway. theater that, yeah. Oh, I was Ethel fucking Merman the whole summer. I knew every, I knew what was playing at every theater. I knew all of it. Like we had seen everything. The Tony Awards were like uninteresting to us because we'd seen even all the shit that wasn't nominated that year. So a fellow intern by the name of, what's his, Stephen Lev was his name. Uh, He and I decided we would get tickets. So we go down and what's available uh, that's affordable. The Grapes of Wrath. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Dominic. Not a comedy. Not a comedy. The Long Not Island remotely a comedy. Rem- like the, it's an, the Grapes of Wrath is an anti-comedy, actually. <laughs> like it literally removes your, your sex drive for nine to 11 months. <laughs> Not, the Grapes I'm of Wrath. Re- so wait, so we go... <laughs> We go to the seaport, the South Street Seaport. Steve and I, when the office Sorry, I have to. I have to stop. Please. Picturing you drinking an all Long Island iced tea so that you're mentally (laughs) prepared to go to the Grapes of Wrath on Broadway. (laughs) It is so. I'm not only 20, I'm a dumb 20. Like, it's so, but we were having such a good time. So we go to the seaport, which is all, and I picture, with just saying the seaport, I just feel like I'm in the 80s or 90s. Do people drink at the seaport? Yes, they still do. No. Yes, Grandpa, they they still go there and drink. (laughs) Are they all college shirt and, like, are they those finance people? 
Yeah, or like there's people that there is a big production company that you and I have both probably worked for before. Yeah, we that don't like has them, an that, that has an office down there that like I have gone out in that because of that there. It's to not just people. finance people. Yes. All right. Anyway, back to my Long Island iced teas. So, yeah, so. Stephen Lev and I go to this uh, bar and we, we each had to have had three Long Island iced teas Dear because God, that's God. when you drink Long Island iced tea when you are um, just out of puberty sort of lunatic person. Th- that's when that's when you're supposed to be drinking it. So we drink three and we're like, oh, we got to get on the subway to go uptown and see the grapes of wrath. Grapes Let's of not wrath. be late. So we get up there. We hadn't even really looked at the tickets. We look, we get there. The usher brings us, I kid you not, front row center no. at the Grapes oh of Wrath. And we are we are wasted. We are wasted. So two very important bits of information about the Grapes of Wrath on Broadway. First of oh, all, three important God. facts. Sorry. First of all, this this production is starring Gary Sinise. He no. of, he was oh, Lieutenant man. Dan. <laughs> He was Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump, and but he hadn't yet been Lieutenant Dan. It was pre that. It was pre Lieutenant yeah. Dan, pre uh, CSI New York co-starring Gary Sinise, and I believe the unfathomably beautiful Melina Kanakaridis. So we we go to the sit. We're in the front row center. There is full frontal male nudity in this production of The Grapes of Wrath. Oh Rome. my God. And at the very edge of the stage, the proscenium, if you will, is a is a pool. They have dug a pool as part of the set, which is acting as the Mississippi River or the Missouri, whatever fucking river these grapes were rafting on. That river was represented <laughs> by an actual pool, which a fully frontally male nude person would be diving in. I cannot remember if the person who dove in the pool was Gary Sinise, but. Someone strips their clothes down and just goes, yeah, fully nude, was not expecting male nudity and jumps into the lake, the fake lake or fake river that's at the proscenium. And we're in the front row. So not only am I being visually assaulted by this surprise, flaccid, flopping dick inches from my face, I am also now slightly wet from him jumping into the river and it has splashed on the people in the front row. No. So at the top you were in the splash zone. You were in the splash splash zone. zone. I'm drunk off Long Island Ice Teas and possibly Gary Sinise and his wayward penis have splashed fake river water on me in the front row of this Broadway production. And at the top of my lungs I just go, oh, oh, oh. I don't know what that (laughs) noise was. But that is the bugging noise I made. It was like an ongoing, oh, oh, because it was like, first it was his dick and then it was the water and it was, there was so, and I was drunk on Long Island Seas. It was insane. And then we just started laughing at the noise that I had made. The best part of the story is when the show is over, we walk outside and we were very cool. So we were smoking cigarettes. And when we were smoking them, a woman came out of the theater and said to her male companion, did you hear that woman in the front row reacting to the nude scene? (laughs) (laughs) So so all those grapes, those grapes did wrath girl. They wrathed all all over you. So, all so this when to say you, that- this, the moral of the story is do not drink Long Island iced teas because you will not be able to, among other things, control your surprise at anything or certainly the volume of it. The moral of the story is that you haven't changed one bit since 1991. It's pathetic. It's truly pathetic. <laughs> I think those Long Island iced teas actually arrested any further development in that moment. They probably stopped all mental growth. Because I would do I, that again now that I'm telling the story. It was a good time. No, we should do so it. So I apologize we'll earlier then. I apologize okay. for coming at you. You should enjoy those fucking Long Island iced teas. And everyone else who told you you shouldn't should just fuck off. Will you go I, see I, the Grapes I, of Wrath with me? 
<laughs> can you imagine if they were like, can you imagine if we get off this Zoom and like Rebecca Bregman sends us a New York Post article that's like the Grapes of or Wrath anybody. is coming back to Broadway. Or I'll just turn on 1010 wins and they'll say the Grapes of Wrath <laughs> is returning to Broadway. I first will faint and then I will call you. Yes. And we're going to That go. would be fantastic. I can't. That is so funny. That one he was and P.S. like for people that don't know, aren't you either married to a woman or not out of the closet yet? Whenever this happens, I am definitely not out of the closet at that point. I'm when not you see even Gary Sinise's penis. <laughs> Do you are you accusing Gary Sinise of turning me gay? No, I'm not at all. Not at all. But because if anyone could do it, be that motherfucker I, Gary that, Sinise. Dominic, what a story. What a yeah. story. Yeah, it's Jesus good to be Christ. old. You only need it's is one good. or two of those interesting things to happen a year. You're set at cocktail parties for life. I I think it's funny is that so many people could reach out to me and be like, long on the nice tease, because I'm just that everyone knows that it's so out of character for me to do that. That there was I think many people were just very concerned that I was like losing my mind. In, I think in long Italy. Island, but it's a it's a drink that no matter what the circumstance, it will elicit a reaction. Like Everyone, like people here in Long Island, I see they're either overjoyed or they're absolutely disgusted or both, really. It's just it elicits a reaction. And I was blowing. Listen, the beginning of our trip was so harrowing that I needed to blow oh, off. Will Steve you please? I, yeah, I, please. I haven't even told. And the thing is, we were together all weekend and I didn't even tell you this story because I was saving it for right now. What? This must be good. If it's saved for the pod good, I'm sure I'm going to need a fainting couch for this. Go on. So we are flying on ITA Airways, I-T-A, which is like for Italy, like stands for Italy. Never, without the never heard of that. Never yeah, me that. either until now. And like we were on the wait list for a minute, even though we had bought a ticket, like question mark. This is abs- just absolutely not would not want to really fly them again just for that reason even though our flights in general were fine completely fine and without a hitch we're good and weren't delayed 90 million years like everyone else okay and we so we get to rome we get to our airbnb it is up nine million flights of stairs but it's in like the middle of the city it's in the perfect location we're like right by the pantheon we're right by the coliseum we're right by all this stuff like walking distance from everything we choice choice location of course yeah it was great location it was a little it was like an attic room which we knew it was and we were fine at that because we we're like we're only going to be here for like a day and a half so it's no big deal we get up there we get in there the the guy like lets us in the air conditioning was like not turning on and we were like, okay, well this is a problem. And they eventually like figure it out and they get it to work or whatever. So we like turn it on. We then like change our clothes and just leave for the whole day. So we basically are just like out. We're seeing stuff. We're going here. We're going there. We're going here. You know, we're doing all kinds of stuff, taking photos. We're at the Trevi fountain. We're at the, this, we're at the, you know what I mean? We're at the Pantheon. Right. We're having lunch. We then meet up with the bride and groom of the wedding that we're going to like later that week. We're having Aperol spritzes. We're laughing. Oh, we're having the best time. We come back to like change. Sounds like a travelogue so far. It sounds like the perfect vacation. (laughs) It basically was up up until, up until right now. So we go back upstairs and it's so hot because we're in the attic and it's like 90 degrees there. And the air conditioner had turned off. So we were like, that's weird that the air conditioner turned off. But like, let's turn it back on. We're quickly going to change, go to dinner and we'll come back home and then we'll go to sleep because we're so tired because we took a red eye. We go to dinner. We come back. The air's off again. We turn it back on. It's so hot in the in the Airbnb. And then we're like, okay, hopefully it'll cool down. Let's like get ready for bed. And like, as we're getting ready for bed, we see that it ever after like 30 minutes, it just turns off by itself. And this light that says timer starts blinking red, which was unclear. Still don't know. I just don't. There's a timer to turn off after 30 minutes. Apparently who knows? I I, I don't remember who said it, but there, there is a saying don't go in an attic in Europe. That's like an actual <laughs> saying, I'm pretty sure, really? isn't it? <laughs> well, know. it should be, shouldn't it? So I'm in Europe and I go up to this attic. So if that's attic the opener of a story, what happens after that? I mean, I we all know it's terror <laughs> after that. No, so I'm in I this wasn't... attic in this unnamed European country, dot, 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 the end. It's over after that. 
So long story long, we can't get it to turn the air conditioning to turn on for like more than 30 minutes, no matter what we do. And you have to like reset the whole system to get it to turn back on after it's gone into this timer phase. And it is boil, not just like, oh, it's uncomfortably hot. It is boiling hot, boiling hot in this room. We're we're out of our minds. I messaged the Airbnb guy. It's now like midnight, so he's not saying shit to me. You know what I mean? The Airbnb guy's nowhere. I call Airbnb. I'm like, I need to get out of this room. It's not okay. They basically are like, we let us try to find. I'm like, I need to go to a hotel. Like, I can't sleep here. Like, it's now one in the morning and it's so hot. And like, it's who, I'm like, I, I have to interject. Who at this point is in a worse mood? You or Hassan? Me, a hundred percent. Okay. I actually don't even know why I ask that because to know Hassan is to know you would absolutely be in a worse mood. Be in a worse mood. Probably under any circumstance, I would guess. Yep. Yes. Yes. You are correct. (laughs) So we're like calling Airbnb. I'm on the phone with Airbnb. And and from listening to Michelle Collins every morning, she has said many a time her Airbnb trick is that. If it is bad and you don't want to stay in the Airbnb and you want your money back, you can't stay there during the night. Like if you stay there for a night, it's you get it's way less of a chance that they're going to refund you any money. And I was like, I want to leave. I kept saying, I want to leave. I don't want to be here. I want to leave. I want to leave. Like I need another option to like go to because it's too hot. We can't sleep here. It's like not. And I'm like, I no longer feel safe. I don't want to be here. They basically can't. What are they? What are these people going to? What they're going to find me another Airbnb at one o'clock in the morning in Rome? No, they're not. So I, we start calling every hotel that we possibly can, and they're like, "Do you have a room right now? We're in an Airbnb. We can't stay here. We need to leave. Like, do everywhere is booked up? Like every single place okay. that we have. Well, it we is call summer, yeah, for yes. summer. Yeah. It was a busy time. Like, we eventually call American Express, and American Express is like trying to find this hotel and then when they search like the parameters for like rome at these dates it's like right the woman goes i've never seen this before but it literally just says there are no answers like it says like there are no results she's like i've never seen this before in my life this is the woman from like american express like gold card travel like you know what i mean like we're pulling out the big guns at this point i actually thought that you were going to say american express saved you and that we were going to announce a Today's episode was sponsored by American Express, but how dare you, American Express? How dare you? So, I hear, I see where you're going. So, then I pull out my Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Here we go. And we call Chase. We call Chase. And our savior on the other end of the line, whose name was Nostalgia. Just stop. Pause. <laughs> stop. I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you. What? <laughs> letting that. I'm just what? letting that can't. happen. I, I don't know. I can't breathe. For those of you listening at home, I was unconscious for 11 minutes after hearing that this person's name was Nostalgia. We've edited it together. Go on. Know that, like, obviously, if I ever meet anyone named Nostalgia, I'm assuming it is this woman, and I will give her every single dollar I have whenever I meet her, because not only was she hilarious, but also was the one that saved us. And so I owe her everything that I've ever owned. Nostalgia hooks it up. She's like, she put me at this really nice hotel. She was like, you guys have so many Chase Sapphire Reserve points because the, I use that card. I use our Chase Sapphire Reserve card for absolutely everything. So we have like hundreds of thousands of points that I have not cashed in on. And so she's like, oh, yeah, you have like so many points. Like, I'm just going to use your points to like get you a hotel room. And I was like, OK, like we want here's where we're staying. This is our this is our like address. And she was like, OK, there's a hotel in the piazza that it holds the Pantheon. It's like 30,000 points. Do you want to do it tomorrow night? Like and I was like, absolutely. Nostalgia, like hook it up. And she well, couldn't yeah. find any, they couldn't find anything for us that night. So we did have to stay in the Airbnb. But then like at seven in the morning, when I tell you, we did not sleep a wink. I slept for maybe 45 minutes. I'm serious the whole night. Oh my God. And we had been on a red eye. So like I had already not slept and I slept for 45 minutes. And at 7 a.m., like the minute that we like, we're like this, this hotel will have someone at the front desk. We ran out of that Airbnb as if we had, were fleeing war. 
I was like crying. We were like, we were so exhausted and tired and couldn't, and we're like, we're just so upset. And we went to the, we went to this hotel. The door opens. This woman who is absolutely the most beautiful person I've ever laid eyes on, who should be a model. And not, and not be the woman that works at the front desk of a hotel in the pan near the Pantheon. She was. But that's actually what I do want a woman who's working in that no. area to look like. I, I I want her to be some sort of Gina Lola Bridget a moment. You don't know she who that was, is, do you? Just keep. Talking. I don't. But I, <laughs> she God, was gorgeous me. and had like beautiful arms. Like she was great. And then like basically oh Stanley Tucci was like I her cohort, and the two of them were like a comedy. Like they that was a sitcom waiting to happen. Like the two of them like running <laughs> the hotel, and they saw us, and I was like, hi. I, uh, you would have thought I was like shot in the face. I was like, hi, like we had a horrible night. <laughs> like, I like, can't. can we just leave our bags here? We don't, I know we can't check in until two, but like, can we just leave our bags here? And they were like, yes, like stop crying. <laughs> oh no. You must have looked like Tina Turner showing up at that Ramada <laughs> Inn and what's love got to do with it. <laughs> my name is Chris Rosa. I have 39 lira to my name. And if you don't take my bags, I'm going to set this Airbnb on fire. I literally said like, please tell me you have a reservation for us. She was like, yes. Like, stop yelling at me (laughs) (laughs) and they were they couldn't have been nicer they were so nice to us and then like from there our trip was absolutely stellar and but the but the first night was rocky rocky thank god the thank god it was the first night and so it didn't ruin the trip yeah wait were you guys you weren't alone the whole time though right were you it's just alone that first night the the two of us were basically alone, but then when we got there, we found out that the bride and the groom had basically the exact same travel itinerary that we did, like two nights in Rome, two nights in Florence. Then we were all going to the castle that they were getting married in. So like we like basically became like the four of us were all going on vacation together, but we did not plan it that way. It right. just happened to be that. All right. Which was really nice because we got to like spend time with them before it was like their wedding with like every single member of their family there as well. You know what I mean? Who were you drinking the Long Island iced teas with then on the night in question to go to it to throw back to what we were talking about earlier? The groom. The groom was the person drinking the Long Island iced teas. Yes. And we don't regret it. Okay. Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't really. I know I poo-pooed it in the beginning, but after remembering my Long Island iced tea days. I do remember them fondly, at least. I just wouldn't repeat it. Did you like never drink a Long Island iced tea again because you got no. water splashed on you like Sh- Shamu? I just caught it. Well, first of all, that couldn't have been more of a fat joke. Uh, there are smaller <laughs> fish than Shamu. You could have called me Flounder or Nemo, but you no, went I'm full. That Shamu you went splashed full, you. The, the, literally the Kirsty were... Alley of the Seas, Shamu. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. Thank you. The splash zone is from SeaWorld. I know. Not... We're not body shaming, but okay, anyway, God damn continue. her, Kirsty Alley. R.I.P. Um, so, yeah, Crazy I just you. woke up the next day thinking to myself, God, that was a horrible idea. Like, I just didn't yeah. feel well. That might have been the first time I was ever hungover. Because, you know, when you're young, you can't, it's almost like you feel like you can't get hungover because your body is still metabolizing so quickly. I, I know, isn't that, don't you miss that so much? <laughs> that I miss for sure. I don't care how much of an alcoholic I sound like. I will never not miss being able to drink whatever you want and then waking up as though all you had was milk the night before. That's, uh, that's a perk of youth. But, I think that was the first time I'd ever been hungover, and I was like, maybe Long Island I see isn't a good idea. I mean, it's not. It's not never a good idea. However, did I do it? Yes. Was I drunk when I made that decision? Yes. So, like, people have done worse things, you know? Yeah, I'm not accusing you of murder, but I, like everyone who knows you well, when you when you mention that you drank a Long Island I I... I'm not exaggerating. I said out loud, excuse me. I stopped what I was doing and I sat down to read, to make sure I was reading it properly. That you weren't having a stroke. That Chris DeRosa just had a Long Island iced tea. Right. That I wasn't having some sort of stroke that on Instagram would hashtag a Long Island iced tea, that version of a TIA. It was, uh, it was shocking in the moment. If you have any great 
Long Island iced tea stories, will you please message send them to us <laughs> the fixing famous people Instagram page? Because I don't know that I'm ready to let Long Island iced tea gate go, actually. Um, and I don't I, think many needs, of Chris's friends are yet either. Maybe that needs to be like our signature cocktail of the summer. A Long Island iced tea. A Long Island. Um, only if we could make eggnog the official winter cocktail, because that's just as horrific, and I do love eggnog. Well, an L-I-T. Okay, hold on. Hold it right on. Oh, God. There she's in an the stratosphere. Watch out. An L-I-T. L-I-T are three letters that are in smack dab in the middle of our favorite word. <laughs> so how do we... Literally. How do we make that a thing? All right, I'm thinking. I'm I'm just 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 writing that down for later. How does that become a thing? The literally t something like that? Question mark. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We'll have to have a think on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great idea, though. It's a great idea. It is um, a great idea. We're going to sell Long Island iced tea mix. Clitterally <laughs> Long Island iced tea mix. <laughs> Clitterally Long Island iced tea mix. What would, what's people, the mix? There's nothing Come up with a trashier way to make money. <laughs> Hi, buy the Clitterally Long Island iced tea with the L, I, C, and T all capitalized so you know that the word clit is in there. <laughs> i hope that this is the most elegant oh, podcast God. you all listen to today i really do there's, there's can we move on quickly to something else are you are you up to speed on former mayor bill de blasio's marriage Divorce. have you heard about this wait i, I saw a I, headline but that's I, it I, tell I'm me what happened so, I'm, i am gobsmacked he has announced former new york city mayor bill de blasio and his wife, Shirley McRae, the former first lady of New York City, have announced that. I know Chris loves when I read it like a news anchor. So I'm doing that I on know, purpose. I, do. I I'm actually make it as long as possible. I actually do like it. I don't think that you do. I think you're making that up. No, I do. Especially this. This was not. This isn't some. Like if you were going to say Jonah Hill's text messages, I would have said we already. Everyone knows. But this is not something everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Former New York City Mayor William <laughs> Jehovah de Blasio. No, Bill de Blasio and his goddamn wife, they've been married for 29 years. They are separating. They will be living together, dating other people, and not divorcing. And well, they, they can't get, they can't get divorced because, because the assets. Like, that's that's years and years and years of money to, like, divide those assets up, right? I, but not if you're, I think if you agree how they should be divided, it would go much quicker. I don't know. But, you know, real estate in Park Slope is hard to come by. So that's probably the reason they're not getting a divorce. So they can keep that townhouse together. So they can both use it to get laid. Hi, I own a townhouse in Park Slope. Want to see this bush? See, I kept Wink. it gender neutral there for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So wait, you were going to say something and I. I'm as progressive as the de Blasio's are. I know. I mean, I think in honest, in all honesty, without the aggression and verve of Andy Cohen, I do agree that Bill de Blasio is the worst mayor that New York City ever had. Um, but this revelation about his relationship is maybe the best thing he's 
ever done. It's certainly the most successfully progressive thing he's ever done. I feel like he's explained <laughs> it as well as a human being could. And I think that it is a it is a relationship that not everyone has, but a lot of people wish they could have. And this sort of, you know, I'm very big on the, you know, on on the queer community sort of moving everything forward relationship wise, because our relationships look different on the surface. And I think that they are, uh, they are different underneath as well. And in some cases more meaningful and definitely more varied. Um, and I think a lot of people take cues from the queer community about how to structure their relationships. And Shirlene McRae, as luck would have it, is a member of the queer community. Now, I don't know how she identifies currently. I would assume it's bisexual because before she and Bill de Blasio got married, she was gay. She was fully gay. She wrote, if I'm not mistaken, a college paper about her gayness, her lesbian her 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 lesbian niche i believe is the the term is it not lesbian niche i i don't know it, it's not but, it's i mean not. from <laughs> i mean that's wow I it's mean, a lot because i looped the queers into it no, like i always do it's a lot it's no it's a lot because you are right it's like oh now straight people are doing this and then it's also like just be separate like stop I guess they have to, it has to be a news story. I'm like, who cares? Like, just do it. But it has to be a news story. Cause when like Bill de Blasio was like banging some girl in like a bathroom of like, God knows where people are going to be like, what? And then it's no, going to be a whole name, thing. You know what name I mean? the it's bar. Like, you can't say God knows where name the bar. It's I gotta, don't, I know I don't, know. Do I don't Pick know. a bar. He's no. going to be at the I Regency. I want to visual. I want to know the bar. He's going to be at the Regency. The, where, the Regency yes. is where it always goes down. <gasps> yes. Ah. Oh. Now right, we're that's talking. where he'll be, right? What is she wearing? I'm just kidding. This is disgusting. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having you do Bill Bill De Blasio, but like fe- like audio porn, audio porn. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's weird, but also it's like I mean, like that's New York for you. Like this is like every conservative person is like, what a surprise! The fucking liberals, like, do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> He's gonna bring home a dog and fuck him in the yeah, yard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, no! It's strange, but like, what's the like? No, because well, they're, they're not going to get divorced. They've always Mon- been strange. Yeah, no, you're right. They've always been now strange. He- they've never seemed like a. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not. But they never seemed like they even wanted to be together, not belong together, but just there seemed to be no desire there. Surely, well, yeah, because she's over a lesbian from day one. Because <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> like men, like. That's why. I mean, it's clear as day. You said it at the beginning. It's clear as day. She's a lesbian and he's a, a man. That's the problem. <laughs> like two plus what two equals you, four, Dominic. I don't know what to tell you. Shirlane, what did you like least about Bill? His dick. I probably yeah, his, him. didn't <laughs> like his dick. Oh and he God. is he was one. Is one. Anyway, it's just, I'm horrified they're back in the news. Remember when he ran for president and polled at 0%? Yes. That was a good day. I did. Sadly, yes, I did. Um, Speaking of men and women not getting along, I followed this person who says that they are a mindset and dating coach. Did I follow this person because he's very cute? Yes. Do I also like to follow these people that are like that call themselves coaches so that I can listen to what they have to say about random topics and make fun of them? Yes. Right. Okay. Was this a perfect storm of those two things? Yes. So he posts this video. (laughs) What? This is one of your longer self-interviews. I am curious to see in which direction it curves. He posts this video that's he talks about how he was in a relationship with this girl and they were long distance, but they were like getting to know each other. And he said, I'm not fucking with this vibe right now. And he says he has reservations because she doesn't have a gym vibe as in like to go to the gym, like to be like a gym rat. Right. And basically like she has a lot of things that he really wants, but 
she doesn't have the gym vibe. He keeps saying, I'm looking for a gym girl. I'm a gym guy. I'm looking for a gym girl, which I translate as like, you're not as you're fatter than I thought want you to be, or like your body's not as toned as I want you to be. Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's the assumption. Yeah. And so basically keeps saying that he's like, I wish I really want someone that's like goes to the gym a lot and like fitness is a big deal to them. And this girl doesn't. So like, I might have to break up with her is what this video is. Right. He's saying she's not, he's saying essentially she's not in the shape that I need someone to be in. Yes. And so I comment, cause I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Cause they were like legitimately yes! dating. And I say, <clears throat> If that's something that's super important to you, shouldn't you make that clear from the jump? Question mark. Why is she just finding out about this now? This now currently at the time of recording has 68 likes. Oh my God. You are a superstar now. He comments back. <sighs> and he says the biggest word salad I've ever read. You get ready for this one. Oh boy. Hang on. Let me have it's hard. It's hard to tell someone's habits at the beginning. Parenthesis, we have been like on and off long distance. She doesn't live here yet. End parenthesis. But I told her from the jump that I wasn't fully there, but I saw like her doing it here and there. So it's like this wait and see approach, if that makes sense. But now that it's on the table, we work on it or just move on. Dot, 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 TBD. <clears throat> That sounds like crystal meth. (laughs) It doesn't, it didn't mean anything. What what he just what is that answer? Like that this is someone who gets paid. This is someone who gets paid to tell you how to date someone. Mm. And that's the answer that's that's given to me. That's something worthy of a Yelp review. It's the crazy, I mean, it's just crazy that people can call themselves whatever they want. And then that, like something so simple as like, if you want someone who's a gym rat, you should say, I look, I want a gym rat rather than be like, I've been dating you for three months, but you don't go to the gym enough. So I'm breaking up with you. After careful, after a careful three month inspection of your body and measurements taken while you were asleep, I have determined that you are fat, a hippopotamus. Please get out of my home. Can you imagine, like, but just seriously though, like, isn't that so fucked up? It's terrible. What does he look like? Oh, he's hot. No, he has, he works out every day. That's like, he is hot. It's kind of actually like, now that I'm thinking about it, it is like your rule of like, if I'm hot, I get to do whatever I want. Like he's there. I mean, I'll show you him. I won't say what his Instagram handle is, but I will show you. I want to see, because if he is as hot as you're saying, then she really should lose weight. Oh, yeah. She's a pig. Absolutely not. No, She's worth every pound. Go for a run, dear. Go for a run. Yeah. Obviously, I'm kidding. Save your save your tweets and threads. Is that going to be a phrase now? Tweets and threads? Tweets and threads or just threads. I mean, Twitter's crumbling, right? Before our eyes. Like, when is it going to go off? Like, when do we think it's going to, like, go bye-bye? It doesn't even matter. The guy who owns it could write it off and still be... Um, a billionaire forever, but still, I'm just saying, like, when, what, how, at what user base does it then turn off? Like, I'm ready to delete my Twitter today. I'm on Threads, like, but then the minute I signed up for it, I was like, oh, why? This is why I hate Twitter because I don't like want to have to think of something clever to say every time that I want to like put something on this app. Know what I mean? Yeah, I was not. I, I'm not like I haven't gone on Threads yet. Fixing famous people should join threats, shouldn't we? Yeah. Maybe by the time this airs, we'll have a threads account. Maybe. We'll see. How's that but for, like, marketing, what we, for aggressive but again, marketing? Maybe you can find we, us here. Wait, you know what we haven't even talked about? Uh, the fucking candles. <laughs> We're horrible business people. I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving this in. Goop is shaking. It's fuck Twitter. Goop is shaking in her fucking boots right now. Okay. Oh, I bet. I bet. Because guess what? I bet she can't take it. Two little fucking bitches came out with a candle that's literally better than anything she's fucking selling. 
And she's gonna awesome. have to, yeah, she's gonna have to sell her um her Academy Award. I her actual clitoris to, because the clitorally candle is absolutely gonna destroy her. It's absolutely gonna bankrupt her, her whole empire. People are buying them. People are loving them. People are posting, and people are enjoying. And if you're yeah, if you if haven't you bought one yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know well, what you're well, waiting for if you know, haven't bought one. I don't know why you you haven't bought one yet, but if you have bought one, I don't know why you're pausing on posting it. Because the world needs to know that the clitorally candle is saving lives. And you <laughs> hold that power. Because if you, the listeners, let everyone know how your life has been changed by the clitorally candle, and if more people buy them, then I can spend Christmas in Vienna. So please, if you would just buy as many candles as you can afford while still being able to educate your children, it feels like the right thing to do. Every time someone buys a clitorally candle, one of Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> hairs falls out of her head. <laughs> and if you want to see that bitch bald by Christmas, you guys better fucking buy Buy a clitorally candle. Buy, Buy a, a clitorally candle. candle. We should start a chant that hypnotizes people into buying them. How do we do that? Clitorally. <laughs> we do. We. This is the problem because now we have this one product, this clitorally candle. And so Chris and I spent the weekend together and I have a list. I will not read the list here because some of it will actually come to fruition. But Every time we laughed at anything, we decided we were going to slap the word clitorally on it and sell it. It is some yes. of the dumbest stuff <laughs> that you have ever seen in your life. But And Dominic would pretend to do like an odd, like a, like a voice to text, putting it in a list, and then would have to then actually really type it on a list. <laughs> Which was like a whole nother it. part. We're going to be fixing Siri, by the way, in the coming weeks. And I want to make sure everyone listens to that episode because I'm that's who needs to be swapped out. I would I, Twitter versus Siri. I would I would vote for Twitter to say to stay and Siri to go away. You get in a fight Full with Siri stuff. every day. Multiple times. For stuff that I know isn't even Siri's fault. Like I just refer to every function in the iPhone as something Siri is doing to me personally. <laughs> Well, like if, if she's ever going to be like, load... <laughs> if I have a bad signal and it takes one second for the weather to load, I'm like, wake up, Siri, you, I, whatever, whatever word, whatever misogynistic word I throw at her at that moment all the time, the directions, if, if I'm given directions and they're bad, I automatically blame her by name while I'm driving. When she becomes like that blue supercomputer that's like in the wall in iRobot, like in two years, like that controls the whole world and like wants to kill Will Smith, like you'll be the Will Smith mm -hmm. because she's going to be like this piece of shit that fucking calls me a cunt every day. <laughs> it's going to be the first human that I squash with my like army of robots. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish I wish she was a person. I really do wish that she was. That would be fantastic. Because I be careful what her. you wish for, because she's like basically a person. <laughs> well, I I don't want to um, take up too much of the time with Siri, but I did change my voice, the Siri's voice, recently to the British female version, and I've been much, I've been much happier thinking that Helen Mirren is with me than this bitch Siri. I will tell you that. <laughs> we have so much more to say about her. Sometime in July or August, we'll be airing a Siri episode. We will be. Um, Who are we fixing today? I don't think we have time to fix anyone. We've had to catch. We've had to catch. Ever, so much has happened. We didn't even talk about my car getting keyed. We didn't even talk about the fact what? that we saw the Scientologists at upstate near your house. Oh, my God. We did. We saw Scientologists. They were probably following us because we say where Shelly on every episode. Well, they erected a tent at the town that I live in upstate. And when we walked by, you just turned to me seven and said 17 times, where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? Where is Shelly? You hey, know that Shelley? if they'd heard me, if they'd heard me, I would have been dead by now. They would have camped out in the driveway with Uzis. They would have followed us. They just would have followed us home. They would have There's followed no us doubt. home. 
there's there is literally no doubt that they would have ended our lives. They would have followed us back to my house and committed murder. We would have been, we would have found out where Shelly was because we would be we would be, be with her where she is. <laughs> yes. Deep in the bowels of hell. You know what I really want to discuss is a friend of ours this weekend, Rebecca, gave me uh a guaranteed conversation starter at a party, which I'd never <laughs> You know, which I'd never really thought of before. I mean, we were sitting, a bunch of us, seven of us were sitting at brunch in silence, only really because we were, I, were we looking at our phones? Probably just, we all just, you know, it goes in waves where everyone at the tables just decided, oh, everyone's quiet. We'll check our mail. So we were all doing that. And then just out of nowhere, our friend Rebecca goes, is Sandra Bullock a lesbian? <laughs> And it really, we all put our phones away and had an actual discussion about it as though we knew this woman. Best thing ever. Everyone took it seriously. And then at the end of what I thought was a meaty repartee about a total stranger's sexuality, your partner, Hassan, says, Sandra Bullock is from Bird Box, right? Which brought the, brought the conversation to a screeching halt. <laughs> Because Bird Box <laughs> was how Sandra Bullock became familiar to Hassan, not but Speed or Speed to Cruise Control or the, the Academy Award winning Blind Side or any of the Miss Congeniality, like any the, of the millions of films that she's been in. No, and he knew her from Bird Box. But the thing that's that's not even true, though, that's the thing, it's, it's not even true because he. Speed is one of his mom's favorite movies. Like he's seen Speed like sixty-five times. So he the did. fact that he said Bird Box, it's he like did. extra. It's extra crazy because it's like he, didn't he knows it that way. He knows, he knows where she's from, and it's not Bird Box because he literally says to me every, <laughs> literally says to me every single day. My mom's favorite, one of my mom's favorite movies is Speed. We used to watch it all the time. Well, you know, she looked a little different. I mean, Speed is what, like 30 years ago? Yes, it was a long time ago. Oh, my God. Watch this. Let's see if she she knows this. Let's see if she knows this. Hey, Siri. What year was the movie Speed? Here's what I found from fandom.com. Speed is a 1994 American action thriller film. Directed by Jan DeBont. It's pr- it's pronounced Jan DeBont. I knew it. I knew she'd fuck up. Jan DeBont. Is she? She much- said some Long Island Ice cheese. Yes. <laughs> well, what a callback. <laughs> <laughs> she is much wait, more pleasant. <laughs> it was a lame callback, and what I wanted to say was. Oh, Jan DeMont. Oh, she must be from Long Island. But then I was like, wait a second. I already have a Long Island opening right here. Um, Jan <laughs> Siri with the British accent is much more pleasant for when you get in a fight with her. I know. She sounds like Adele, too. Listen. Hey, Siri. What year was Speed 2 Cruise Control? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. Speed 2 Cruise Control. Hello. It's her. She doesn't. I mean, she does not sound anything like Adele. She sounds like Amy Winehouse. She does. She doesn't. She sounds like Camilla Parker Bowles with a dick in her mouth. Oh my god. Um, I also just want everyone to know that I went to Dominic's house last weekend. We will end this show with audio of you, that video that I've that I've chopped up eight million times oh of you that you keep God. saying I look terrible in this video. So we will just use the audio of it in this to lead us out of the podcast. Right. When you're listening to the video, please know at the moment that I'm speaking, I look like Ron Jeremy, <laughs> elderly, unkempt, unclean porn star. Am I wrong though? If you ever show this video, I'll kill us both. No, you don't. Um, but when I was at his house, I came into the room that he records this podcast in, and I just need everyone to know that above the computer that he sits at, there is a probably what four foot by three foot humongous blown up portrait of Dominic meeting Cher 
at like a Hillary Clinton rally or something like that, like fundraiser event that, Fire you, Island. that yeah. you spent like a lot of money to like meet $2,500 donation to the I'm with her Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. Um, and I met Cher in Fire Island, on Fire Island, in the Pines. It was a glorious 11 seconds that I got to stand there before someone dragged me away from Cher and said, next, next faggot, please. <laughs> what, what did you say to her? Anything? Did you dare even speak? I did. Do you even I, remember or were you blacked out whenever the No, I told her about I th this is the truth and I've written this online before. I was going to tell a joke, but I as quickly as I could told her about how much Fire Island meant to me, which it did at the time. This was a couple of years ago when I used to yeah. go out there regularly. And how much it meant to me and that that was where I, I I ran out there right after I came out and fell in love with it and blah blah blah. And she said, "Well, it sounds like a very special place." I don't know why I just made her sound like Jessica Tandy in Driving Miss Daisy because <laughs> she doesn't actually sound like that. But she'd said, well, it sounds like a very special place. And then they said, look here. And we did. And they took the picture. And that was it. Okay. I mean, there's more There's more stories to tell. I didn't even tell you about my car getting keyed. I think I'm going to have to save that for another episode. Let's and we don't even have time. Of next week. We don't even have the time to fix anyone because we. I just needed to catch up with my friend for all the world to hear. I know. And we, I literally, and we were we, just together we for spent the last four hours. days to three days <laughs> together. And he couldn't wait to catch up with me. This is what you call acute double narcissism is what you're listening yes. to right now. It's funny because you kept looking at me when I was at your house and you kept saying, I can't believe you're actually here as in like not in a computer talking to you. Right. Like we were having a real conversation in real life and you were like, we were both like in awe of it because we usually talk on here and right. never actually sit in the same room together. Like people are so astonished who love the podcast. They're like, well, how long have you guys been friends? I'm like, well, we've met a couple of times, but really we've only been friends for like six or seven months. And we've only, we've only been, we've been in a room together, maybe less than 10 times. 10 times. Yeah. And people are so utterly stunned by that. We've not been in a room together more than 10 times. I don't think we can say that anymore, though, because I've like literally slept at your home. Like, you know what I mean? Now it's like, well, that's now, no but longer. before that, yeah. But yeah. this podcast was born betwixt two people who at the time had probably only been in a room together maybe three or four times. Yeah. Really, before we started Truly. doing it. But we just knew instantly. You're like, we should do this podcast. I said, let's do it. And then you. Then you sent me all the things on Amazon to buy. And I'm talking into them right now. And I don't know how to use them at all without a weekly tutorial. <laughs> Press this and now we're Bob. now we're selling candles that say clitorally on them, and you can buy one at Wax Cabin Candle Company. Um, we've partied too much. You're gonna hear us partying in this audio that I'm about to drop as we as we exit the episode. But please go buy the clitorally candle. Please post about it. Tell your friends. Send one as a gift. Um, we're having so much fun just like seeing all you guys buy them and it's really, really fun. And we're, we're, it's a great candle, so you should really buy one. And next week we're going to return to our regular format and we will be fixing Jonah Hill. We've never really done a preview before, but we don't know an individual who needs fixing more than him currently. So yeah. we're going to tackle his ass next week. Um, I hope you guys thought this was funny, at least, question mark. Dominic, where can people find you? You can find me at my website, dominterry.com, which links all to all my socials, at Dominic Pupug. You can find me at the Krista Rosa. Please rate and review the show and write in your review who you want us to fix. Please follow the show at Fixing Famous People. And go buy a candle and have a great day, everyone. We'll see you guys next time. And as always, where's Shelly? And yes, we really did like confront, almost confront the Scientologists in Dom's town. And I think we should just do like an investigative podcast about them. Anyway, here's Dominic drunk on a boat. Bye. Tell everyone what the name of your boat is. Naughty decision. N-A-U-T-I. And yes, I did say U-T-I. I bit my tongue when I said that. I bit my fucking tongue. Yes, naughty decision. Are we going to get a DUI? <laughs> <laughs>
N-A-U-T-I. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.